Hi again, it's Dr. Rob, and this is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sound Waves. Without their continuing presence, this podcast would not exist at all, and you would not be enchanted and delighted with the dulcet tones of my voice. All this, of course, would not be possible without the generous support of the organs of hearing, the ears. Thank you for your support. As a doctor, I would like to thank the ears for a huge portion of my business over the past 15 years. (laughs) Sorry, that subject just makes me a little emotional. Ear problems are a common reason for people to go to the doctor, especially young children. I personally remember as a kid sitting at the top of the steps crying because my ear hurt so badly, and two of my children had bad enough ear problems to get tubes through their eardrums. Ears cause a lot of trouble. So, I'll need several podcasts to cover them. Today's podcast will focus on the summertime nemesis, Swimmer's Ear. Before getting on with it, however, let me remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear, so that when you do go to the doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. There are two common types of ear infections, middle ear infections, or otitis media, and external ear infections, or otitis externa. Since most people would feel hoity-toity saying otitis externa, this infection is commonly called swimmer's ear. Of the two kinds of ear infection, swimmer's ear is probably the more painful. In that painful memory of my childhood, it was swimmer's ear that kept me and my parents miserable that night. So, how does a person get swimmer's ear? Obviously, swimming can play a part in the process, and we really do see 95% of our cases of this in the summer months. But you can get swimmer's ear in the shower, bathtub, or from playing in your neighbor's sprinklers at night when they're not watching. The key is that water gets in the ear canal. You may recall in the antibiotic podcast that I talked about how things grow in warm, wet places where the water is stagnant. The ear canal meets these criteria wonderfully. Water that's in your ear after swimming can become a breeding ground for infection-causing bacteria. Sometimes the shape of the ear canal plays into this, and other times wax makes it so water can get in, but can't get back out. Whatever the case, water staying in the ear canal long enough will be at risk of infection. So how do you know you have swimmer's ear? Well, the main way to tell you have swimmer's ear is that it really hurts when your outer ear is wiggled. So if your honey goes to nibble on your ear and you scream in pain and headbutt him, you probably have swimmer's ear. It's really painful. Swimmer's ear hurts so badly because your ears, like your eyes, are full of pain receptors. When something threatens to hurt the eardrum or the eyeball, the pain causes you to pull away. It's really remarkable what the body does to protect itself. Swimmer's ear is treated with antibiotic eardrops, some of which have an anti-inflammatory mixed in to reduce the pain. Occasionally, the canals become so inflamed and swollen from the infection that they close up, making it nearly impossible to put drops in. In this situation, the doctor inserts a paper wick into the swollen ear canal and covers that wick with antibiotic drops. The drops are sucked into the wick, which holds the antibiotic right against the inflamed walls of the canal. This may sound painful, but people usually love the feeling of the cool antibiotic on the painful canal. 
The wick is kept wet until the inflammation is gone and the wick falls out. Generally, swimmer's ear is painful, but not deadly. But there is one way in which external ear infections can be dangerous. People with diabetes can develop something called malignant otitis externa, in which the infection extends to the bone and soft tissues around the ear. This requires hospitalization and possibly surgery. So if you are a diabetic, go to your doctor right away when you get an earache. People who are prone to swimmer's ear can prevent it by making sure that all the water gets out after swimming. Hopping idiotically with the head down is one way to do this. Another way is to put drying drops into the ears right after swimming. These drops usually contain alcohol and vinegar. The alcohol makes the water evaporate, and the acidic vinegar discourages any bacteria that are having evil thoughts of ear domination. But don't use a cotton swab in the ear to dry it out. This can harm the external ear, rupture the eardrum, or just push wax further in. So, here are my quick and dirty tips about dealing with swimmer's ear. Tip number one, get the water out of your ears. If it takes a funny dance to dry out your ears, do the dance. Maybe you'll make it rain. We need rain. Otherwise, get some drops to dry out the ear canal. If you're a do-it-yourself sort of person, you can actually make these drops by mixing a one-to-one ratio of alcohol and vinegar. I don't really think it matters, but most references I read said to use white vinegar. Apple cider vinegar may make your ears smell good, though. Tip number two. Don't use drying drops if you already have swimmer's ear. Drying drops are meant to prevent swimmer's ear, not treat it. The vinegar is an acid, and acid usually hurts a lot when poured into wounds. Trust me on this one. Tip number three. If your ear hurts when you wiggle it, it's probably swimmer's ear. Call or visit your doctor if this is the case. Most of the time, I still make people come in to make sure it's not a middle ear infection. The visit is usually very fast and easy, though. Tip number four, diabetics should be careful. Malignant otitis externa is nothing to mess with, so get seen right away if you're a diabetic with ear pain. That's it for today's podcast. I hope this information keeps you from having this very painful problem. I'll cover other ear problems, including middle ear infections, in future podcasts. If you have topics you want me to cover, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Please put the problem you want covered in the subject line. You can also call me at area code 206-337-5895. Don't forget to visit my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. (music) 